The Boiler Breakdown Podcast is sponsored by Shroff Landscaping. Shroff Landscaping has been in business for over 50 years and can handle all of your landscaping needs, including landscape design, maintenance, irrigation, hardscaping, fall cleanup, and they are licensed lawn applicators. Contact Mitch Melton today for all of your landscaping needs at 317-694-9763. Shroff Landscaping, design with you in mind. This is Carson Edwards from the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to the Boiler Breakdown Podcast, hosted by Tanner Lee, Evan Webb, and Andrew Eiler. They have to win there. Tanner understands. Oh, anybody? John Hawkins baptizing the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here. And kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. They got numbers. Edwards steps it in. It is Sunday, March 8th, 2020, and you're listening or watching another edition of the Boiler Breakdown Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my regular co-host, Evan Webb. Andrew Eiler is missing in action, at least for right now, but we are joined by fellow Purdue alum and a Boiler fan, Aaron Lynch. Aaron, you've been on the podcast, what, one time before? Yep, that's my second time with you guys. It's nothing new for you. You you, you know how you know how we roll. Yep. Well, uh, this podcast, as always, is brought to you by Shrove Landscaping Nurseries. Uh, Beautiful day outside today in Indiana. It was about sixty degrees, at least up here in northern Indiana. Uh, Definitely was great to get outside and do some things. Um, I didn't do any landscaping. I golfed, so I, I guess I moved turf a little bit. Uh, but uh, if you're planning on doing any landscaping here, w- when the weather's nice or upcoming, uh, give them a call at 574-223-2769. They can do anything from mulching to irrigation to spring cleanup, much, much more. So give them a call today. Well, you know, for a long time yesterday, I thought this was going to be a really exciting podcast. I thought we were going to be talking about how Purdue had a great week, did what they need to do to get right back in condition to maybe uh, steal the NCAA tournament bid. Unfortunately, they only did half the work that was needed. Really, the and the half that I didn't think was going to happen. I thought. Oh, absolutely. Be... Even though you picked, yeah. you picked Purdue. I did, yeah. I, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, well, let's go ahead and get get into that game first. Uh, speaking of Purdue's win over Iowa, uh, I forget the score off the top of my head. Seventy-seven um, sixty-eight. I have it pulled up. Thank you. Seventy-seven sixty-eight at Carver Hawkeye Arena. A game Purdue pretty much just jumped out, punched Iowa in the mouth, and never let Iowa recover. Yeah, definitely a game where you know th- you knew they were going to make a run back. We got up quite a bit. You knew Iowa was going to make a run at home. But kind of just always kind of kept them at, arm, at arm's length really the whole time. And it was a really impressive road win. Definitely. I would even say even on the um, rebounding, both stats, defensive mm-hmm. and offense, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was our best effort game because even perimeter defense was, you know, suffocating in that first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was Purdue's best effort game probably since they hosted Wisconsin. Um, yeah. Evan Boudreaux was phenomenal. 
Uh, he was just out hustling all the Iowa guys. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it was kind of like the first matchup. You let Garza get his. I mean, Luca Garza is a national player of the year candidate for a reason. He's going to be the Big Ten player of the year when it comes out tomorrow for mm-hmm. a reason. You let him get his. You just try to contain everybody else, and that's what Purdue did. I mean, they were ba- they were begging Connor McCaffrey to shoot, which I thought was brilliant because <laughs> yeah. uh, he is just not a good shooter. But uh, I thought Boudreaux played great Tuesday night. I thought Eric Hunter played great Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some guys. Off the top, I'm trying to do it off the top of my head without looking it up. But um, yeah, but yeah, I just thought everybody played pretty well. I know Aaron Wheeler was the only person to play on Tuesday that didn't play double digit minutes. He played eight minutes mm-hmm. Tuesday nights. Pro- uh, Proctor played well too. Well, yeah. Well. Yes. Yes, he did. Both seniors. Yep. Both mm-hmm. seniors and Eric Hunter Jr. I mean, we haven't had much this year, but do you think that's the best road one we've had in terms of performance between yes. that Indiana, Ohio, and yep. in Northwest? I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I think I was the best team by far yeah. that we beat. Indiana was the most raucous atmosphere with it being Bob Knight Day and everything. But, uh, but, it was North- senior. It was senior night for Iowa. That's never easy to go in and win in, the, in another team's venue when that's going on. Who so, are their seniors? I don't even know. Creener, uh, Creener's yeah. one, and then they have a guard that transferred from Valpo, grad transfer, okay. and then they have one other guy. So no, I mean, I mean, if, if Garza comes back, if Garza comes back, and they get Bohannon back next year, they could be they could be preseason yeah. top five. Yeah, I, I don't see him coming back. Yeah, you think Garza's jumping? There's too much money. If you if you're national player of the year, I mean, you're going to be a late first round pick. Um, I know we were talking earlier uh, before this, but I mean, he's got a quick enough release. He can he can be an easy spot big man shooter in the in the league. Uh, kind of reminds me of Ion Ilyasova. So it's a good comparison. So I would like him to jump. I, I don't want Iowa to be that. Uh, Top heavy next no. year. I mean, that's get Bohannon back. That gives him another shooter. And uh, in Fran's other boys redshirting this year, he'll be eligible to play next year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the recruit wise. They do have a recruit uh, in the Indianapolis area going in next year. Yeah. Um, um, it's like plays for Christmas Dante. Atticus. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Wait. Or Lawrence North. Oh, he yeah. plays for Lawrence North. Yeah. Excuse me. Who beat what Warren Central last night in a heck of a basketball game? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would be fine with Garza jumping, get out of the Big Ten. Um, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, so Purdue got that road win. Everybody started to feel pretty good again. And then uh, they hosted Rutgers yesterday for Senior Day, honoring Evan Boudreaux, Jihad Proctor, and the Keaton of Mackey himself, Tommy Luce, uh, which they did a really cool video package after the game with Tommy. They had uh, Scott Van Pelt was on it, Bill Rafferty, uh, Stephen Bardo, Dan Dockage, uh, one of the female commentators on ESPN. Uh, it was really cool. She's a sideline re- reporter. Yeah. When Dockage and uh, what's his face do games. I Molly. can't remember. Molly. Molly McGrath. Yeah. There we go. So it was really cool to hear them all talk, uh, talk about Tommy and Scott Van Pelt was pretty cool going over, uh, you know, when you're a legend in basketball, you only have, you know, you're, yeah. you're you, you have one name, you know, Michael, Larry, LeBron, Kobe. Mm-hmm. And Tommy, it was, yeah. that, was, that was pretty cool. So, 
Um, with loose. I thought that when he's reading that, yeah. Tommy or loose. But, then Tommy. but it was cool. He was talking about the Iowa game. He said, when you made the roof practically blow off Mackie, that, that was just, that whole segment was really cool that they did that. But unfortunately, Tommy didn't get any action. Um, I'm glad that we didn't start him. Uh, there that's, was some I, fans I, that thought we should start him. I'm like, this game is too <laughs> important. Yeah, to that's, start yeah. Loose. I mean, that's a high school thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, that's, there's way more important things going on in this game than, I mean, parents mm-hmm. even said, he's come out and said that in the past, like when they've, we, maybe you had a guy who's farther down the bench who's going to be a senior. They asked if you're going to start him. He's like, it's not about, I mean, yes, I want to play them, but I mean, sure. You're trying to win the game. You're yeah, trying yeah. to make the, the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a job to do. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. Tommy's okay with that. Uh, but it, it was a just a back and forth basketball game. Purdue's biggest lead was five, and that was when it was five zero. Rutgers' biggest lead of the game was six, so it was just a back and forth game. Came down to the end. Uh, Eric Hunter had a free throw that would have gave Purdue a one point lead with a little over two seconds left. He missed. Game went in overtime. Did any of you, did either of you think he was going to make it? Because I, I actually thought he was going to make it a second free throw. I th- I, after he made the first one, I thought he'd make yeah, the second one. Um, I agree. Unfortunately, and I, I I'm mad at myself that I'm bringing this up, but uh, Purdue's had a lot of struggles when it comes to clutch free throws over the years, particularly when guys make the first of two. Mm-hmm. They always seem to miss the second. Um, Unless you go back to Sweet 16 last year when Carson got fouled against Tennessee and had yeah. missed the first one. I thought for sure that was going in. Yep, yep. Those were two clutch ones he hit after that. Um, I don't even want to bring I'm – not, I'm not speaking of the lead eight I'm, one. I'm, I've, 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 that's I've, what was coming in my head. I, I've, I, w- I just can't get that out of my mind. It's in my mind all the time. Uh, but even going back to like – I remember 2008 against Illinois at home, Jawan Johnson had a free throw that would have won the game he missed. Carl Landry – uh, back against Indiana um, in Katie's last year. He missed one. That would have won the game. Um, just, I don't know, for some reason it's just I, I don't remember Purdue ever hitting that much-needed free throw when, to ice the game. But how, with how Geo was shooting and taking over, I had no doubt in my mind that even if Eric made it, they would have somehow got down to Cordy to get a, hit an NBA range three or a half quarter or something win the game. Three seconds is a lot of time. Yeah. 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 That's uh, what, yeah. If if he wasn't going to take over the game, I thought Ron Harper was going to make the shot anyways. I mean, it it was, it was pick your poison with both of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, with, with rotating Eastern out in the Harper, even though Harper was a decoy, I felt for those last three minutes, Gio just couldn't miss. And yeah, yeah, he couldn't miss. He was the best player on the court. And I thought Pico did a great job getting him the mismatch that he wanted. They would do a pick and roll, Gio, and it would force Sasha to pick up Gio every time. And Sasha just couldn't guard him, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. I mean, or at least he was still forcing him into tough shots, but he couldn't get on him like no gel could. So, yeah. And that was the whole thing. I mean, uh, Tanner, you're at the game, right? Yes. Yeah, I was not, but on Twitter, the whole thing when people are like, well, why isn't no gel on, on Gio? Which, I mean, I would have put him on there eventually, but as like what you were talking about, Lynch is, I mean, Harper was the decoy. I mean, it was again, it was pick your poison. You know, they were going to go at whoever had didn't have no gel on them, and they just they both had the hot hand. And I mean, Gio's a dude. I mean, he was, he's the kind yeah. of player that, you know, Purdue's missing this year that we had in Carson yes. was just, just the dude that, you know, no matter what's going on, they're confident they're going to take the ball and they're going to, you know, they're going to win the one-on-one matchups and, yeah. and they always know it doesn't, they they believe that they are the best player on the court. I think he's yeah. the alpha dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that was the biggest problem. And we kind of saw it in that last play when Hunter made that very interesting decision to pass the ball down low and we're down three 
I think it's just that whole thing of just. I think he panicked. He didn't know how much time was on the clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree, and it's just that whole, just having that it factor, which I mean, that's definitely something that they can um, develop for the most part, at least in some degree. I mean, some of it's just kind of you just got to have it, but um, I feel like that was kind of the kind of summed up the entire season all in one you know, mm-hmm. five second span of just knowing when to take the last shot or, you know, being a little too unselfish of just seeing the open guy and just maybe a little bit lack of awareness too. Now you guys probably had a better angle on TV than I did there. Uh, did Boudreaux even get that shot off? No, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know. No, no, no it, the, the, he said that was not, you know, he didn't get it off. The, okay. the light was red and was still in his hand. Okay. All right. So it wouldn't have mattered. Okay. It, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, that would have been a freaking, <laughs> that would be start. one. That would be one way to end your be yeah, for senior yeah. day. Um, yeah. Evan, you made a made a comment about summing up the season. I, I thought those last four minutes of that game really felt like the sum up the season. When Harms is just holding the ball up there at the top of the key, and no, their the offense is not moving how it was moving, uh, and people were cutting and in in transition. That first, I felt thirty five minutes. And then just that his last five, no one wanted to move and just watch the ball. That's that's been the frustrating part of this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been the effort, especially on the offensive end. Just the ball going the trade beyond everyone just stand around. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Harms or with Hunter out of the ball. Um, it, it was just, it's just frustrating, and I felt like that's what it reverted. Uh, we reverted back to in the last couple minutes. I mean, Hunter had to take that ball in that last second to get the ball in the hoop before Gio could go down and make that shot. Um, it, it's, it was just, I can definitely say this season we missed Carson. Oh yeah. Yeah. He would have fit this. He would have fit this team perfectly. And, no, can you even imagine that? I heard someone say that it's like in the way that college basketball has kind of panned out this year where there's just really no great teams. Can you imagine having Carson and just like, just the attention he would have gotten in terms of oh. national player of the year? Like it would have been, I don't know. I mean, we often would have been a lot better, but, in a year where there's been there's no Zion Williamson, there's no I mean that whole Duke team was stupid last year, but in a year where there's really no great team or really great players, mm-hmm. it would have been stupid. I, mean, I think hands awesome. down he, he would have been easily uh, national player of the year, Nate Smith finalist preseason. Oh. I mean this there was no question about it, but he's doing very well for himself. So yeah, yeah he did. I mean and again kind of definitely I mean people have been harping on Painter for missing out on you know having a guy and recruitment is like i guarantee he did not see when carson was a freshman even though, i mean a sophomore he made a jump but mm-hmm. i mean even then like he wasn't you know guaranteed to be a you know a first round draft or like that no. it's hard to and at that point it's too hard you can't you can't recruit at that point because you it's something you've been doing for the last two years and i'm sure he didn't see him going pro when he originally recruited him mm-hmm. no i i don't think that and i i think even if we even go deeper i mean miss when CJ Walker committed um, and then, you know, decommitted and now what he, I mean, he didn't play pretty well uh, against Michigan state today, but what he could have been for this team uh, and this senior class, I mean, this senior class was just, it's been thin for the last few years because we've had NBA talent actually on, on the roster. But if if CJ Walker doesn't decommit, Purdue doesn't get Carson Edwards. That's true. did. Yeah, pan out well, but, but yeah, it would have been nice to have back even even Ryan Klein, which we've mentioned many times. He he would have helped this team out a lot. Uh, I think Grady would probably be the most to have back. 
Yeah, but even though Boudreaux's kind of been a Grady Eifert-like player the last month or so, probably even more, mm-hmm. a little bit more to another level um, from a scoring standpoint. But um, I would say though Grady was consistent all season. Boudreaux was it, the last <laughs> month, like you said, is played that kind of role. But we didn't have that role starting out. You're right. I think if we had that role starting out, we probably win that Texas game. Um, and there's that's a frustrating thing about the season. There's a lot of games we wish we could you know have back Texas. Florida State, Miami. even Marquette, um, at Michigan, at Wisconsin, yep. um, Rutgers at home yesterday. So, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just been an up and down emotional roller coaster of a season for sure. Um, but it's technically not over yet. But it, it sure feels like it's over. Um, Purdue's the 10 seed, and uh, depending on the final result of the Illinois-Iowa game, they'll, if Iowa wins, they'll play Penn State. If Illinois wins, they'll play Ohio State. Last I knew, Illinois was up 12. They're up seven with just under four to go. Okay, so they'll probably hang on. If that's the case, Purdue will play Ohio State for the second time this year. That'll be on Thursday. That'll be a 6.30 tip at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. <clears throat> Then if Purdue would win that, they would face Michigan State. I believe they are the two. Honestly, I'd feel more comfortable playing Michigan State than I do Ohio State. Yep. <laughs> Even though Michigan State's kind of on a roll. They're kind of rolling right now. Yeah, um, true, so. They actually are my pick to win the Big Ten tournament, Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always a safe bet. Mm-hmm. I, I, Wisconsin is the weakest one seed of a Big Ten tournament I think I've ever seen. And, and they've been playing well. I didn't but, think they would get the one seed even with like tiebreaker somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I guess yeah, Michigan State did struggle there for a little bit. And and Maryland, they're I have and we've kind of all talked that I'm not we're not big believers in Maryland, but man, they're playing really well. Yeah. Except Rutgers beat them. That's true. Just the earliest week. Yep. I mean I mean Rutgers did what they needed this week yep. um for a team on the bubble. Um they didn't make any Sesame Street jokes or anything like that. They just went out and played and took care of business. Um, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, come on. I had I had, I had to bring it up at some point. That's the thing that too that sucks is I mean there was real potential that we could have taken Indiana's yep. bid if we would have won and then take care of business like we need to in the Big Ten tournament. But I don't know. It's tough now. Do you think if Purdue would win Thursday? Friday, Saturday, and get to just get to Sunday, regardless of the outcome. Do you think that's enough to get Purdue in? You do. Yep. You're, I mean, you're beating tournament teams at that point. You're beating Penn State. You're beating Michigan State, and then it just depends. That could be a list of teams. I mean, that that's easily three quad one wins. Mm -hmm. You're you're beating Ohio State, assuming Illinois wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're beating. Yeah. I mean, three quad one. I think that gets us in. I I kind of think if we get the Saturday and they're convincing two wins, um, I think that might be enough. It's the biggest thing right now against Purdue is see what it seems like is not so much the quality of wins, it's the quantity of wins. So I think just mm-hmm. getting wins right now is the most important thing, which is why you have conversations like with Indiana, who very similar record, but they just have a few more handful of wins than we do. And they did beat Florida State, which is a very impressive win. And, and I think if something going against Purdue is there's a big difference between nine and eleven in the conference and ten and ten. In the conference, yep. and in that number of sixteen losses is just a big number. Yeah, um, but there's not but, really any bad losses besides Nebraska on there. Yeah, you're right. That is the only outlier. Um, that was a really bad loss. 
Uh, but yeah, we've been frustrating. Get yesterday's game. I think Purdue just need to get one then in the Big Ten tournament or two for sure. But one, I think would have would have done it. Mm-hmm. But so wasn't meant to be. Uh, lost a lost a heartbreaker first senior day they've lost since we were all three in school back in um, the uh, 2013-14 season. They lost at Northwestern. That was a bad one. That was that sealed uh, last place finish in football and yeah. basketball that year. That was pretty bad. Not so, fun. Some of the know. darkest times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go to school during the best athletic period, um, to say the least, but is what it is. Can't change that. Um, yeah, I would say we can preview games at the Big Ten Tournament, but I'm kind of waiting on this game to go final between well, Illinois and well, let, let's let's guess. I mean, what's our be- better matchup, Ohio State or Penn State? Penn State. I think Penn State too, because I don't think they would shoot a high three point percentage again like they did at Mackey the first time, and they're just not playing well. Right no, now. they're not. But Ohio State's a great three point shooting team, but they struggle at defending the three. But Purdue doesn't shoot well usually in Banker's mm-hmm. life, and Purdue's really shot poorly. Two of the last three games, or two of their last three games, both games at Mac Arena, they did not shoot well, mm-hmm. um, and that's what stings too. They lost three of the last four home games. Yep, it just doesn't mm-hmm. sit well with me at all. Well, I was going to go. Let's go back to the Penn State. I mean, I remember Watkins got in early foul trouble. Stevens uh, did. Stevens, Stevens. Okay, Watkins didn't get in foul trouble, and then Watkins they were missing. Ended, wasn't he against Northwestern? Was it Watkins? Yeah, Watkins did not play yesterday against Northwestern. Yeah. But uh, Pitt State was also missing their second leading scorer when we played him that night. He had the flu. Um, I forget right. his name off the top of my head. So they, it can almost be a whole completely different game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. But it looks like, I mean, Illinois is up nine with 313 left. Um, Illinois had, would have to lose for us to play yeah. Penn State. So, I mean, Ohio State was just an ugly performance by Purdue overall that day. I thought they got out toughed. Uh, Purdue was just not fundamentally sound that day. Turned it over a bunch. Uh, it's um, very ugly and hard yeah, to watch. So, I don't know. It, you know, I, I coming into the, yesterday, I was actually hoping and rooting. Um, I know this is going to sound terrible and damning on this podcast, but I wanted IU to actually be playing on Thursday, and I wanted us to actually play nebraska on wednesday and be 17 and 14 that way we could get another win that way yeah. if we could get a couple wins get to friday uh, that's where i thought coming into this week would have been the best but even if they were you sucks so yeah, I guess, <laughs> man, they would have had to win and we would have had to still lose for them to because if we would have both won um we would have still gotten the tiebreaker would we have gotten a tiebreaker or would have been overall record it would have been tiebreaker because okay. if, if we both would have won, um, if they would have won and we would have lost, mm. then they would have been ahead of us. Mm. But if, okay, because because it was because um, we've all been sent in ten and ten, but would they have the tiebreaker over Rutgers? Because Rutgers would have been sent in ten and ten t- as well. Rutgers beat them. Yeah, they're only only head to head matchup. Yeah, there was a whole like type because it was the 10 seed would have been between 10, 11, and 12 was us, Indiana, and Minnesota. And we had the tiebreaker over all those all those teams because of where we were 3 and 0 against those two teams. So we would have gotten if there was a, some sort of a tie there, we would have gotten it. <clears throat> yeah, but four point game. 
Four-point game now. Okay. Yep. Oh, I know a certain Illinois fan. I'm sure that's on the edge of his seat right now because he hates Iowa with a passion, and this is for the double bye. Yeah, there so. was a uh, – let's see here. Uh, <laughs> or Iowa made two free throws, and then Illinois missed a shot, and then Bakari Evelyn made a three-pointer. Now I got, a, I got a six-point game now. Oh, okay. Two nine with- yeah. One one thirty four left. Man, you think it's way ahead of mine. Seventy six seventy. Well, well, I think we're we're probably. I mean, a lot can happen here, but I think we probably are playing Ohio State. Yes, I, I don't think like right. that matchup. You're right. I'm gonna pull up the uh, just so we can kind of preview the whole Big Ten tournament. <laughs> um, assuming Illinois wins here, we're gonna do that. So Maryland won today. Minnesota and Michigan State all won. So yeah. you're. Uh, First round on Wednesday, you've got Northwestern and Minnesota. 13 seed Northwestern, 12 seed Minnesota. Uh, give me Minnesota, but in a close one. Yep. I really, I would think Daniel Oturo dominates. It's, it's at you least know, a 10 point win. It, it's interesting because for a guy who blocks a lot of shots, he gets awfully lazy on defense. Mm-hmm. It's a, he's, real, he's, he's interesting. And then, I don't, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think Patino's accountable towards him. Oh, no. Right? Star player. So that, that's no. that's coaching's fault. Patino's in his seventh year at Minnesota. And it's that's like, you know, when, when's his seat getting a little hot? But also, what are the expectations right. when it comes to Minnesota basketball? And he's a lot calmer than their whacked out football coach. So, <laughs> but their football coach, he won 10 games. So, I mean. Tanner, what do you have on your phone for that game? Because I've got a two point game with under a minute left. Yep, I, that's what I have. Seven up, oh, and uh, Illinois just score. It says seventy-eight, seventy-four with thirty seconds. Dang it! I'm yeah. not get my hopes up. And then uh, it's weird because the interface, like of the score app, says seventy-six, seventy-four, fifty-five seconds. Then I click on it, and it says seventy-eight, seventy-four with thirty seconds. Well, I hate when I'm listening to TuneIn Radio. The audio is behind what the score shows, so I have to like. Um, so I'll sometimes like be listening to it and I'll like if I'm driving and I'll look at my dash where the, the score is and all of a sudden like I remember one time, I think the Penn State game, I think we were down like five and then I was listening to it on like through the app and then I happened to glance at my dash. All of a sudden like that showed we were down like twelve and I was like, What the hell just <laughs> happened? So like the score was way ahead of what the actual audio was. Yeah. Um second game of Wednesday would be fourteen seed Nebraska versus eleven seed Indiana. Uh, Nebraska played Indiana into overtime at Assembly Hall. Indiana also beat them in Lincoln. Indiana will have fans there. Nebraska will not have a single fan. <laughs> Even the parents won't be there. The mascot might not show up. Uh, yeah, give me IU, unfortunately. Yeah. If IU loses that game, they're out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that, that's a and, horrible and, loss. And Arch, Archie can go find a trash can to put himself in. <laughs> Or some IE fans might do it for him. Yeah. I mean, he could fit in a junior trash can. He's just a little, <laughs> just a little guy. Just a 10-gallon trash can. I'm sorry. The guy's so unlikable. He's making yeah. an idiot of himself every game. He's I was, honestly, I didn't find him until, I mean, like, other than the fact that the team he coached for, but I, except for these last, like, really four It's like now. he's feeling the pressure, and he just, yeah. I mean, he's making Creed look normal. <laughs> That's very hard. I know. Um, so then, of course, if that, everything holds true, so then on Thursday, you've got the uh, eight nine game, uh, nine seed Michigan versus eight seed Rutgers. Ooh. I, I'll go out here. Michigan rolls them. 
Michigan beat them both times. Yeah. That that Michigan team is too good. You you don't go into the Battle of Atlantis and, and roll beat those quality of teams. I know North Carolina was a completely different team at that time than they are now, but when livers when <laughs> yeah, when livers plays, that team is completely different. When that team's completely healthy, yeah. they're a different team. Yeah. They could make a run. Um, I, I actually think they might make the Elite Eight or Final Four. Uh, they're that good. If they do that again. But uh, I'll take Michigan as well. And they have a loaded recruiting class next year. Yeah, I'm going to take Michigan. We're not talking about the recruiting class, especially <laughs> the center that they got. We're yeah. Okay, so then that would mean uh, we all picked Minnesota. So Minnesota, 12 seed, would play 5 seed Iowa, assuming the Illinois-Iowa game holds. Mm-hmm. With Illinois winning, they had a close matchup at the barn uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, it is a two point game right now. Illinois is up two with 18 seconds left. Yeah, like Iowa called a timeout. Um, they just hit a shot, so Illinois have the ball. Okay. So Iowa. Uh, I will take Iowa over Minnesota. I would think Iowa. I mean, if Iowa loses this game, they've lost two in a row. I think yeah, it's, it's a must-win game for I'm decent seating and not being shipped somewhere they don't want to be shipped in the NCAA tournament. So give me Iowa. Like Spokane, Washington, or something. <laughs> I will take Iowa as well. And then you've got. Uh, you guys know they haven't won the Big Ten since the seventies. No. Yeah. Are you? Time. Well, where's Penn State going to end? I guess, well, Penn State would end up like the sixth seed in this case. Like, mm-hmm. at one point we were talking, like, they haven't finished higher than the than three mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. But, Man, but, go, no. I'm going to revert back. I, I don't know if you heard this on the telecast yesterday, Webb, but that was Rutgers' first 21 season in like 25 years. 83 or something like 83 that. 83 is more than 25? Holy it was, it was in the 80s. I know. This, okay. This is going to be the first time they make the tournament in our lifetime. 91 was the last time they made the tournament. I mean, this is a yeah. big deal. Yeah, it was the first 20 win regular season. That was, that was, kind oh, of, yes, because they, they had a post. It was in 94. That was what it was. Yeah. And then it, well, you're right. It was the 80s. Holy smokes. Yeah. Um, we'll skip our game for now. Then that would mean Indiana 11 seed versus six seed Penn State. If I'm Archie, Devontae Green gets the green light every <laughs> shot. And you, you, and the words of Bon Jovi live on a prayer, but <laughs> give me Penn State. Really? Oh man, I don't know. I'll take Penn State. I can't oh, get. I can't give. I can't give them. We're we're agreeing way too much, but I can't. I can't yeah. give Indiana another win. I, I mean, just give give Devonte Green the green light. Just, just going back to the Iowa game, I assume it missed a free throw, and I think <laughs> this can probably end it because uh, it looks like Connor McCaffrey missed a jumper with five seconds left, and I don't know this thing hasn't updated since. So, yeah, I have uh, Illinois up two with two seconds. <sighs> well, anyways, so then that would mean ten seed Purdue versus seven seed Ohio State. Can Rondell Moore play? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, what the heck! I'm gonna take Purdue. I don't know. I, I I don't know why not. Um, Carson Edwards ain't walking through that door. <laughs> wait, wait, can we go to Maine and get him for a couple yeah. of games? I would love that version of what he's been doing in Maine. Um, he's doing a nasty one today oh, or yesterday. Yeah. Lefty, of course. But yeah. I, I, I think this is we probably will lose this game and we're probably headed for the NIT. 
I don't know if we'd make the NIT if we have a 500 record. It doesn't. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So the only I'm, the only thing I would enjoy about the NIT, the only thing, was if we could somehow play IU in it again, or <laughs> play Notre Dame. Yeah. Besides that, care less. Yeah. I'm afraid to go to one of those NIT games at Mackey. I'm not going. I will watch it on TV. I'm not going. I will support them from my couch, I will, but I will not go. What's your thoughts, Webb, on the game? Uh, uh, so. I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to pick us. Man. I don't like that matchup at all. Man, I'm the only like? realist here. Yeah. Hey. Looks like, like I had like 40 shots in the last two seconds, and I can't. I don't, this app is not loading. It says uh, I keep saying one second on my app. Iowa offensive rebound with two seconds left. What if there's a big fight or something? Like <laughs> Fred, Fred, Fred and Underwood are just going at it. And, uh, what's the other game? Uh, we already covered it. It was uh, Penn State, Indiana. Oh. Indiana wins. So and then the uh, Friday matchups. Would yeah, be matches would be um, Michigan because we all pick Michigan versus Wisconsin. Give me Michigan. Yeah, I Michigan. Am. Yeah, I, I just I I wanted that Wisconsin team. I mean, they're playing well, but I just I don't see them as a huge threat. It's weird. I think Teske dominates Reavers in that game. Yeah, I I don't think re- highly of Reavers. So yeah. yeah. I would agree. And then uh rematch the game we're kind of following right now would be Iowa versus Illinois, assuming we all had Iowa over Minnesota. Yeah, we all have Minnesota. They split. Uh, if Illinois holds on here, they split their regular season matchups. Man, this is a tough, tough call. I'll take the line eye. Uh, you can go, Webb. I agree with Tanner, but yeah, I think it's... I hate it, too. Uh, I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. Illinois. Okay. No, I'm, I'll pick the line as well. Uh, then we've got, for Tanner and I, Purdue versus Michigan State. For Lynch, Ohio State versus Michigan State. I'm taking the Spartans, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that's where our season ends. Yep. Either way, I'm taking Michigan State. It has to lose against – end against Izzo. Uh, I'm going to go with Spartans again over the Bucks. so mm-hmm. – and then uh, it would be Penn State versus Maryland. I'll take Maryland. I think Maryland pretty easily in that one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Maryland. So then what well, we all had, so Michigan versus Illinois in the semifinals. I hate I'm going to pick Michigan. I hate that I'm picking Illinois. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan. I, I, it's the freaking championship for like what the 15th straight year. Like. <laughs> <laughs> God, that might have been the comment of the podcast. That was good. And then, uh, man, I wonder if Beeline will be at that game. <laughs> He's looking for employment. Yeah. And went final. It was 78 76. God dang it. Uh, Fran, Fran's an awful coach. Let's be honest. Yeah. Then we got Michigan State versus Maryland. Mm. First three. This is a this is actually a tough one. Mm, uh, I think Jalen Smith and Cowan and uh, Aaron Wiggins are too too much for Sparty. 
So give me the Terps. Sparty got them in College Park just a week or two ago. I'm, I'm, God, I hate, I hate them. I hate them, but I'm picking Sparty. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Lynch on this one, just because I don't want to see a Michigan Michigan State final. Go I don't want to see a Michigan State Illinois final, but I just pick I, it. I, I really feel like Jalen Smith can take over that game. Yeah. So, I mean, this Michigan State team is not like they were in years past. I, I think um, uh, Tillman is not that great. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, I remember when they were a seven seed or whatever, went to the Final Four with Valentine. So his junior year. It, he was that, but he was the do everything kind of player. That I mean, unfortunately, I Cassius Winston can't rebound the ball that well. So I, know. I just I've seen it too many times. Last year, I didn't think they'd beat Duke, and they did. Yeah. Well, so then that would mean Tanner, your final is Illinois versus Michigan State. Who you got? Neither. Forfeit. <laughs> um, Michigan State, unfortunately, and I just feel sick to my stomach. Because besides Indiana, Michigan State is my second least favorite college basketball team, but by, by a landslide. By far. I just cannot stand them, but I just picked them to win because Izzo's just good in March. I hate it. And when we have Maryland and Michigan, that would be a very good game that Jim yeah. uh, Nance would be calling. So They played today. Uh, play today. Yeah. You know – Michigan's, I feel like this past decade always makes runs now. They become the team in March, not like their little brother. So give me Michigan. I'm going to take Maryland because I've been talking crap about them all year. So if I pick them, maybe they'll lose the first game. So reverse <laughs> psychology. Fitting. So we all three have different winners. Yep. Hmm. Don't feel good about mine at all. How Do you think every team that makes the tournament from the Big Ten could make a run? In the NCAAs, or are there some teams you just don't think? I don't see Iowa making a run because they don't play enough defense. I don't see. Mm-hmm. I don't see Penn State making a run. I don't see Wisconsin making a run. Wisconsin making a run. Indiana, if they get him. God no, I hope not. Unless Devontae Green has the green light. Yeah, that, that's the only way. That's <laughs> like the only he, way. Not that he always has a green light. He doesn't even care if he <laughs> has the yellow light. He's gonna shoot. I thought for sure they were going to run away with that because he had 16 in the first half and then he just went cold. Zero in the second. Yeah. So. He doesn't care what color light it is. He's shooting anyway. <laughs> he's running red lights. <laughs> I, he would drive me nuts. I mean, he, he's got a little Carson Edwards in him. I think he drives Archie nuts. I, think he drives <laughs> I know he does. He makes nuts. Archie punch clipboards out of his assistant hands. I think he drives a lot of the fan base nuts. No. A lot of the fan base wants him and uh, what's their big guy's name? Um, Ron Davis? Yeah, I think they both want – I think they're excited for them to leave. Well, yeah, because they're they're like two clean, clean leftovers. Yeah. Well, Devontae Green reminds me of uh, the horrible version of Jamal Crawford. <laughs> Yeah, J.R. Smith put together. I mean, it, it's it's bad, but yeah. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It is. His shot, because I saw the end of it, his shot, they were down four at the end of the game. And granted, I mean, he had to heave up a shot, but he he shot it from like two steps inside the half-court line, like with like four <laughs> seconds. Let it, let it rain! <laughs> it was kind of like the, uh, oh, who was it? When we beat them by three, when they were bad, uh, who was their guard? Verdell Jones. Verdell Jones, who about nailed that. It was it was about that. Yeah, hit the front of the rim. I about crapped the pants. It was off, but yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, just chucking it there. Okay. Yeah, the buzz around Mackey was pretty pumped before the game when uh, that score went final. 
I'm sure. Well, but didn't matter. Going back to your thing about what teams can make a run, I only think there's probably two. And that well, being Michigan State or Maryland. I think Maryland and Michigan. Oh, you gotta put Michigan State yeah, in there, my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I can't count out. I, I even I even think Illinois can make a run. Yeah, I mean it's but they gotta good. get help. It can't just be the IO show. Uh, yeah. Frazier's gotta hit. If Frazier hits, they are scary. Yeah, Frazier's hitting and Kofi's dominating. It's a that's a scary team. Yeah. And Georgie's playing well too. Their, their pressure will cause some problems um, on opponents. I'm interested interested to see if how the Big Ten teams do because is it a case where the Big Ten was just that good a conference and now when they split out and play other teams from other conferences they're going to do really well or was everybody pretty darn average and they're going to struggle? It's just well, I've also heard. I think it might even be Brian Newbert from Golden Black. His theory, or maybe someone else's. I don't want. I don't know who to give credit to. But they had a theory that because of the way the Big Ten officiates and how just it just I mean that's why you see a lot of recruits, Ziggy um, <clears throat> Naji, um, not want to come play in the Big Ten because of how physical it is. Um, that when they get to the tournament, you have these officials who don't who don't referee or officiate the Big Ten. So a lot of these like would normally be a play on call, they get called for fouls, and the Big Ten team seems to. That's why we haven't had a champion since two thousand. It feels like. Um, that was a, a someone's kind uh, of what their their conspiracy was at the Big Ten it's because of the way they officiate it actually hurts the teams come tournament time because these officials don't know how to how to officiate these more aggressive and more physical teams. Interesting. That's kind of an interesting take. I'm trying to think. I mean, but I mean, we look at those couple of Michigan teams that have made it to the finals the last couple, yeah, a few times. Like, I mean, like, I'm talking more like maybe the more physical teams. I mean, like. If, I felt like as soon as we got to the tournament, people didn't know how to officiate Isaac Haas. I feel like he nah. was in trouble quite a bit because these guys weren't used to seeing freaking Drago coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a national landscape, let's go through some conferences. Uh, ACC, who do you think is going to win that tournament? Duke. Duke, even though Florida State's the one seed. If you like Duke? Florida State. FSU. FSU. I wouldn't sleep on Virginia. That was a good win uh, by them yesterday against Louisville, but uh, uh, I will take Duke as well. I think FSU might has a shot to win the whole thing. Their defense is legit, I think. Yeah, I, I, I've picked them in years past to go to Final Four and everything, and this is their best chance they've mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Leonard Hamilton's a great coach at a school where it's hard to coach basketball at because no matter what you do, you're in second behind football. Mm-hmm. Um He's done a really well, good job there for years. So, uh, Big East. This will be a fun tournament to watch because this yeah. conference is crazy. I'm gonna go. I mean, who who even won the conference? Was it Creighton? At least got a share. I don't know if they end up winning outright or not. I'm, I'm gonna go out and I'm, I'm gonna say Seton Hall. I was gonna say Seton Hall. Too. Kyle, Kyle's a good player. Uh, I got I gotta take Creighton because on the Tan J Man show, I've said they're my dark horse for the Final Four. So I gotta I gotta keep backing them up. And former uh, Purdue assistant um, Lux, Paul Lut, Paul Lusk, Lusk is uh, on their staff. So. I forgot he was. Yeah. yeah, Creighton, Villanova, and Seton Hall all tied for okay. the first. And Providence was one game behind, and then Butler uh, was three games. That's yeah, gonna be. I mean, then you still got you got Marcus Howard who can take over for Marquette. Um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting tournament. But I'll I'll take Creighton. I'm gonna take Seton Hall. Miles Powell's good. It's a little yeah. hard to pick against Jay Wright in his awesome suits. <laughs> I'm going to see the ball. Um, SEC. 
cares? Who cares? <laughs> Um, I don't even know who's good in the SEC. I, watch I mean, um, yeah, you can, Kentucky's playing very well now. Um, yeah, Auburn. you know, I, I I thought Auburn and LSU would have been good choices here, but Kentucky's been on a roll lately. Yeah, that was an impressive comeback by them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a oh, what's his what's his face from Fort Wayne? Has he been playing a lot? Um, Keon Brooks. I don't. I don't. I do not know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him. I only watched like the first when they beat uh, they beat Michigan State first game of the year. Yeah, Kentucky. I've watched all year. All I know is besides North Carolina, Florida's got to be the most disappointing team in the country. Mm-hmm. But I will take um, Kentucky to win it. Unfortunately, I'm gonna take Kentucky too. Big Twelve. I mean, <laughs> Kansas. It's hard to pick against. But I'm gonna go Baylor. Actually, I'm gonna say they. Mm. I don't know if I like that. Mm. I'm going to go Texas Tech. Wow. Interesting. 500 team in the conference. Mm-hmm. Can't cry. I mean, Chris Beard. He's a Never good coach. Again. Uh, I'm, gonna go I'm going chalk with uh, Kansas, and I hate it because I do not like them. But mm-hmm. And how about the Pac-12 after dark? Bill Walton action. <laughs> I'm going to go. Talk about crazy conference. And mm-hmm. I forgot his name already. And I really like him, but Oregon, because they're point guard. I like him a lot. Uh, what's his last name? I just forgot it. He's a senior. Um, I watched the game against Arizona and became a big fan. Uh, I have I, I, Pritchard. Pritchard is his last mm-hmm. name. He's a. I really like him. Kind of reminds me of like a more athletic. Uh, who was the bald white guy from Michigan State back in the day? Neitzel. That Neitzel. was Lynch's boy. <laughs> Lynch loved that guy. He, he made everything. Him. He just reminded me of him. Lynch was a Purdue slash Michigan State fan. He made everything. He was so good. He was so fun to watch. I'm okay. not going to say because I'm keeping this family friendly what I want about that guy. Honestly. I know you what you want to say about that guy. <laughs> very true. Uh, yeah, I, that is. I, I'm going to go UCLA. Interesting. I'm going to go because I like him. Arizona State. I like Bobby Hurley as a coach. No. Okay, Here, here's another bubble team you guys think in. Do you think Stanford gets in? Mm. I don't know anything about their record or their resume. Uh, so. They were 9-9 in conference, 2011 overall. I think they need a win or two in the Pac-12. Yeah. So I, I think they would hop us as, as the bubble team. Absolutely, probably. I mean, unless, unless they're just quality of wins aren't very good. They're probably fighting more with them here. Their, their, uh, their net rating was uh, slightly behind ours. Interesting. Yeah, they've been Man, pretty good. how bad Washington was with the one of the best freshmen in the country. Seems like they always do that stuff. I don't yeah. get it. But that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a conference that can get six or seven teams in. So, Which last year they got, what, one? Yeah. And they get one last year. Yep. It will be nice seeing the ACC probably only get four in. Mm-hmm. That'll be nice. What about, uh, I mean, it definitely didn't hurt our chance, or it definitely hurt our chance, but I mean, other bubble teams with um, San Diego State not winning their tournament, Utah. Utah uh, State? I think Utah they would have got in anyways. They were first four out in a, lot, in a lot of bracketologists, yeah. so they definitely, they still, yeah. they're taking someone's bid. Yep. Well, and Bradley took somebody's bid. Yep. Was was Bradley not projected? To, I don't remember. What oh, they, they were. Uh, they were mid pack as a 
Missouri Valley. They were third, finished third. But now Northern Iowa probably won't get in. I don't know. Right. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think they get two in. Yeah. Man, Evansville. Wow. <laughs> Watch out for the Akron Zips. If they win the uh, MAC tournament, John Gross gets himself back in the tournament. I would pay money to have the matchup with Illinois. Oh, it won't happen because the Akron will be like a 14 seed. Oh, you, you watching that game would need to be televised with the people around you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to watch an NCAA Illinois game around him. I mean, he 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 wouldn't want to with me and Purdue. So, yeah, but all right. So, I mean, we won't go to the smaller conferences, but who do you? Which is the best out of? All the men, pretty much the small schools. I think it's got to be either Dayton or Gonzaga, doesn't it? Dayton, yeah. I think it's. I'm a big Mark Few fan. Um, yeah, so. hard to count him mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Mark Few's experience now in March is, you know, invaluable at this point. So I have to say Gonzaga as well. If you want a little team that might win a game in the tournament? It's East Tennessee State. Hmm. They're good this year. Mm-hmm. Liberty, another one. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying make a deep run, but they might win a game. It's all about matchups and what the draw is next next You're right. Saturday. You're right. What's well, well, hopefully we can. I'm blanking on their conference. The WCC, WCC, West Coast, right, conference. West Coast Conference. St. Mary's should make it out of that conference. Oh no, not St. Mary's. BYU. BYU. Yeah. BYU. Yeah. St. Yep. Mary's took a bid last year. I mean, I think uh, I think St. Mary's is the reason. Probably the reason. Well. I think the probably reason why Indiana get in last year because they lost to then Indiana went on to lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. And Ohio State got it. Indiana didn't. But I think St. Mary's definitely had a had a play and had a part in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I officially got a message that Andrew will not be joining us. Didn't figure he probably would be, but uh, that's okay. Um, any last thoughts before we switch gears real quick to a little spring football? Can we talk about recruiting? Yeah. Hell oh, yeah, we God. can. <laughs> Please, my In God, my wheelhouse. I, I, I forgot it was the same week. So please, yeah. Webby, take take the floor. Uh, what what day was that? Monday, was Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, we yeah. got a. Uh, there was a on the message boards that we should uh, sit tight because something was uh, the board's gonna have a lot of discussion. But then uh, there was so many things. We gotta talk. We gotta talk about that now because <laughs> so the outtakes were hilarious. I mean, it was anything from uh, getting Ingram or. First, uh, George Karloff is leaving because he doesn't like to be <laughs> uh, so, some ba- uh, no jail transferring. To, uh, it well, was then there was like, then there's a whole thing of with uh, Samson from the kid from Indiana, the running back who entered the portal, who's not even taking yeah. him back out. But then that caused a lot of con- conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, well, was this the conversation, or was this the reason why? Because on the board, there was a whole thing of there was going to be a lot of conversations that day, and it was like, okay, well, what the hell is it? Is it that? Is it what is it? And then. uh my favorite post was one guy goes, uh, Brian, because Brian said, like, we expect a lot of high traffic today. Yeah. And one guy's like, I know Brian is just sitting at home in his basement, just laughing because it's working because they are getting high traffic yeah. on the website. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but then there was a, uh, I think I saw on Twitter, um, people were saying, oh, there's a, hearing a lot of chatter out of Fort Wayne about Caleb first. Uh, to Purdue, and that got us excited. Um, that's what ended up being Caleb first, uh, 2021 four star, high four star, top 40 player. As of right now in the class, but what six nine, two thirty, roughly something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at a 
uh, Fort Wayne. Uh, it's Black Hawk. Yeah, yeah, so I thought I there were three. I thought they were smaller than that. Um, yeah, I wish I would have went and seen him play. He was playing in a sectional just up the road from yeah, where I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he committed. He became the first player of the 2021 class. What most likely will be a two-person class. Most likely, you never know. With transfers, I hope to God no one transfers, just being honest. Um, and uh, yeah, hell of a get for Purdue and Painter. He's been on him for a long time. He's kind of those kids that were, when he was a freshman, a lot of people knew he was going to be a, a good player. I mean, he had offers from Purdue, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan mm-hmm. State, Ohio State. It sounded like North Carolina. He hadn't, didn't have an offer yet. Oh, he didn't think. yet? Okay. He talked, and then he talked to Duke last week. Yeah, too. I knew that. I don't, he didn't have offers from either of them yet. but That's always fun when Duke comes in the mix. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he had come to Purdue for the Virginia game, the Michigan State game, so we saw two blowouts. But they were also Wisconsin, two, too, I believe. I think. Was it that? I don't remember that one. I thought somebody said that on the board. I could have been wrong. Maybe that was Kaufman. I think, no, Kaufman was at the Michigan game, I think. Mm. Oh, um, great. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it was, a lot of it was a lot of, or I mean, especially on the boards, the chatter was, you know, would Purdue want first or Kaufman, Trey Kaufman down from uh, Sellersburg, Silver Creek? Um, first was a higher rate player, but you know, Kaufman was definitely, I think, the more well rounded for, I guess. I mean, he was kind of more of a Vince Edward type, where Caleb is more of a, a low post guy, hasn't really, I mean, he's definitely had some, some outside shooting to him, but not like uh, Trey, but uh. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a in-state top forty kid, I'll take that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, last time we got a, a kid named Caleb out of Fort Wayne that worked out pretty well for us. So. Yes, it did. And, yeah. and Swanigan even said this kid's more polished than he was coming into college. Okay. So yeah. I saw you tweeted about that. So. Lynch, what do you want to say? I know you're talking about your. No, I, I just you know we'll, we'll see what minutes will be because he'll probably play the four. Uh, coming in, I mean him and Gillis. Some small ball five. I mean, if we because he'll he'll be coming in. Trey will be a senior. Uh, we'll still Ivy. Ivy will be a sophomore, redshirt freshman. Right. Being more like the big men, you'll have. I mean, not Ivy. Uh, Edie. Edie will be a redshirt yeah. freshman. Dewona, if he's still there, will be mm-hmm. in. I mean, Lorna's. Uh, I that. don't know if he lasts past this. I mean, I don't know where he. I mean, he's already sat out a year, I and mean, I don't know if you want to sit another year. I mean. I don't know. I just see him probably, you know, going down a level. Yeah, I can see it, but I don't know. I I, I think it, it's going to work out well. Uh, I think him and uh, Gillis will probably split time. Uh-huh. I'll be interested what Gillis will look like next year. Yeah, I mean, first he's got some handles. I saw. I've watched. Excuse me, some videos of him. He, he, I've seen him take it down the court, and he's got some nice handles for being that big. So, uh, but it sounded like you know he's he's. You know, really appreciate the fact that Purdue's been in since the beginning. It was kind of hard. He was definitely a hard kid to read. Um, it felt like every time you'd, you'd hear a, a, a watch a video of him from a visitor or whatever, he was always, you know, giving everybody kind of the same amount of props. It sounded like for a while that it might have been Virginia was the team to beat. Then maybe Michigan State was coming into the picture. I feel like Michigan State always gets kids from Fort Wayne. Yep. That's what I heard a couple of years ago. Yep. And, uh, but I mean, maybe it's more of the, you know, action speak louder than words because he came to Purdue a lot for games and for camps and, yeah, I mean, he's, like I said, a heck of a get to get the, the class started. And I more than likely have one spot left, which is something like we're in a really good spot with six, seven forward Harrison Ingram out of Texas. You know, there's always the uh, 13th ranked player in the country. Five in the country. Yeah. Um, I know uh, on there's an Instagram page for when you see like recruits post, you know, their top five or 
top 20 in some cases or top 50 for some of these football kids. <laughs> um, I think it's called Tipton Edits is the, is the Instagram page. It's pretty yeah. cool little yeah. page. But I think they tweeted uh, first picture that first tweeted out uh, or posted with the, him in a Purdue uniform. And he kind of said, okay, the first committed to Purdue. And Harrison Ingram actually commented with the two eye emojis. And I think first and Ivy and some other guys tweeted or responded to him saying that he was next. And yeah, so we'll see. And there's also, you know, Max Christie, five-star, you know, top 10 player out of uh, suburbs of Chicago. You know, he's, I mean, he's, we're still a player with him, obviously. And then he, another interesting thing is there's a kid, another kid in Fort Wayne out of Homestead, uh, Luke Goody. Doesn't even have a Purdue offer yet, but it sounds like it's one of those guys, if any other year, he probably would, but just for, for space reasons. Uh, he, we haven't extended one, but he's getting looked at by Louisville. I know he's just looked at Illinois. Illinois, yeah. He's uh he's starting to pick up some nice offers. Um, it could but it could be one if you know it comes down to it, Purdue could offer. And I know him and First are really good friends. And he's kind of those, he's a kid who can shoot the ball really well, and it could it would fit in the Painters' mantra of getting a shooter every class. So yep. we'll see. But it's a lot different than probably like five years ago where we're in on a lot of really good talented players and it's kind of nice because again the whole conversation of trey kaufman versus caleb first and it's like i mean painter's still going to see kaufman play so it's like man i mean it, it's it's interesting i don't know maybe we'll do the oversign thing i don't know but it's it's kind of it's a good problem to have when you're debating whether you want you know between two top yeah. 100 kids which one you'd want better in, in state kids too yeah in state kids too um it's interesting. Think about next year, the minutes. And I want to bring this up because Evan, you remind me of something before this podcast I forgot about. And that's Sasha Stavanovich. Aaron, you mentioned one time you never thought he'd play. Meaningful minutes. <laughs> I'll admit it. Yes. I've been uh, wanting to talk to you about this for a long time. <laughs> I, I, do think, I do think if he plays as many minutes next year as he is this year, that might be a bad sign for Purdue. Possibly. I don't know, but he'll be another year experienced. Yeah. But you got these other guys too in the mix. I, I don't know. I, I think Brandon Newman takes more of his minutes next year. I really do. I think you see Sasha start start next year just simply because of experience factor. But it's really around probably the Christmas time is when we'll see kind of who's. I mean, when a lot, a lot of people are calling, you know, Ivy and Morton starting from day one. I don't see. A, no. That nah, nah. And they, no. They just come in and absolutely just blow everybody away. Which then could also be another problem, um, but I mean, I, I still see a, a start. That would be a of, good problem if they were blowing I mean, people. Yeah, away. But, but also, I mean, yeah, I guess. I I really don't know how big of an impact either of those two will make next year. I think Brandon Newman probably makes a bigger impact being now in the system for a year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we like how we saw with Wheeler last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think next year there is going to be a logjam of minutes and and how that's going to play out. Um, I, I still think, you know, starting, you know, just as of right now, day one starting lineup would be, you know, Jell, Hunter, Sasha, Trey, and maybe someone like Wheeler at the four. I don't know. I mean, as of right now, I mean, it depends. You could see maybe someone like Gillis sliding in there. Okay. I mean, or did they try to go back to Williams at the four and Harms at the five again? I, that. I, I still am with, with the lack of depth at the yeah. five. I don't see it. I, I'm I made the comment to Tanner earlier um, in testing uh, that I, I see Harms potentially leaving this offseason. Really, I could see it happening because he is older, and him scared. being from the Netherlands, he could play Euro ball. He, he cares about that. 
I honestly, I mean, I think he does, but I, don't, I think he. I, you, you don't. I would say that's in the back of his mind. How this season's turned out, he probably will come, want to come back and rewrite the shit. But yeah, that's, that's, that, that's the only thing that could see it happening. But he's got the game to play in a Euro League. He's got to show that he can play with the buzz cut. And I was gonna say he's got the money <laughs> ready to go. Aerodynamic now. His hair was getting in the way. That putback dunk yesterday was. Acting loud, man. Yeah, loud. And I thought he played well defensively. He blocked a lot of shots yesterday, but mm-hmm. he's not looked like the same player all year. I think yeah. his injuries took a toll on him. Yeah, but you're right. He hasn't been. So I mean, we will see. I mean, I just think there's going to be a large amount of minutes. Um, It'll be interesting. I I hope Wheeler finds something this offseason. I want him to go to Joey Burton, who Dakota, Carson, and PJ all took a shot doctorate and out in Zionsville. I think it's where he needs to go. He needs to learn a few other things too, but I mean his I think it's just a confidence thing. But you know, the only thing I'm happy is Dan Doxon just looks like a moron for everything and he'd be <laughs> a lot of frick. <laughs> Yeah, his one, his one, one of one of his one of his misses at Mac yesterday was just a bit <laughs> off the back of the whole crowd. Oh, it's <laughs> like, oh god! But yeah. nobody was hitting. Sasha hit a few. He he ended up fifth in the Big Ten for three pointers made this year. Um, wow, and pretty much all at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong. So hopefully he hits a couple in Indianapolis. Um, but let's flip gears just for a minute or two and don't have too much report, but more report from spring ball, a uh, big report from Friday, Aiden O'Connell and a fullback Alfred uh, Armour, I believe is how you pronounce his name. They both are on scholarship now. So Alfred wasn't on scholarship. No, he was not. Hmm, didn't know that. So exciting for them. And um, I want to say Britain. Is that right? Britain, the, I'm not Britain, I don't think, but one of the office linemen looks like he's going to be on scholarship soon, too. But I'm glad to see Aiden finally get on scholarship. Much deserved. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting battle with him and Plummer. I don't think we'll know until August 20-something. Yeah. Starter's going to be between those two. They're going to let it play out. No, I, it was that uh, the report came out that Rondell Moore's feeling 100%. Yep, he's huge. not going to run track, but he's feeling 100%. Uh, I've heard he's looked really good. David Bell's, of course, out in the spring. Jackson Anthrop's out. Jared Sparks is out, too. He had ankle surgery. That uh, Talk about a guy who just cannot stay healthy, mm-hmm. and he needs to because the position he's at, he can be he can get leapfrogged pretty easily mm-hmm. by younger yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, love what I'm hearing about TJ Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, hopefully uh, Marshawn Rice, they said he's starting to come into his own a little bit, and Milton Wright can work on his hands. Malik Carr, and then I botch the guy's name every time. Abdul Rahman Yassin. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 very exciting to think about all yeah. the playmakers Purdue has. So, got to win it up front, though. Uh, yeah. You're exactly right. And you got to get it all out quick to him. Carlotta's apparently is looking bigger, which is awesome. Any, any word on Yanni yet? You know, from what I've read, just from articles, I would say the three that are real serious players right now are Purdue, California, and Wisconsin. California. He likes the California coaches a lot. Yep. I have a guy at work, and he says, don't don't underestimate the bond of a Greek family. Yeah. yeah. So he says, you know, he he's 100% for sure Yanni's coming. But I told him, I said, I, I don't know. 
It was uh, junior day yesterday on campus. There was a lot of football recruits there. They actually brought them out on the sidelines at Mackey before the game, lined them up. And then uh, that was the only game I spotted Jeff Brom in the crowd this year. He sat in the very front row um, in the black well, chair. I saw uh, watching the game on TV behind the bench. I swear I saw Corey Trice like behind uh, the like, like almost like almost like on the Rucker side, like almost on like right over there. But I know the guy you're talking about. I couldn't tell if that was a Purdue guy or not because I saw that guy come in behind a lot like Corey Trice. Um, but yeah, he's wearing a Purdue hoodie. I know that. Okay. Um, they did take the football recruits all the way up to the nosebleeds. That's where they sit because I saw the whole (laughs) staff and the recruits going up there. It was pretty cool to see them all on sideline. There were some big boys there yesterday. So. Saw Coach Diaco at the mall today. Hey, he can dance. We saw that the yeah. other day on Hodges' yeah. Instagram story. Guy's a yeah, character. Uh, That's Diaco for sure. and McCollum. And then one other guy I didn't see, but I saw him going up the escalator at the mall. Didn't should, say anything. But should have said something to him. I thought about it. I just stared. So. <laughs> three, three, four, or four, three, Coach? What are we yeah. running? So, uh, four, six. Four, six. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. I love this Nothing could go wrong. Uh, any closing thoughts? We wrap this up. Oh man, this season's just been kind of just always waiting. It's a frustrating, it's frustrating. Season. But I mean, it's definitely a lot different feel than uh, 12, 13, 13, 14, where they just that just felt hopeless and no, really no true sign of a turnaround. I mean, I guess you had in thirteen, fourteen the thought of you know. Decoding. I hated that team. It was, it was not a likable team. At least this team was very likable. Yeah, that's um, true. You, and you should, wait, I was going to say, I thought 12, 12, 13 was worse than 13, 14. They both are bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, 12, 13, you had, uh, you still had, you had Bird. You had, I don't know who else was in that class with Bird. I don't remember, but I mean. I think DJ had, was like one of two. I think there was a walk-on with him. Yeah. It was, the, it was uh, Drew. Anthrop. He was gone in I thought fourteen. I think no, left, maybe no. I think it was Bird and Drew that that year. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Sterling Carter and Eric Peck. Yeah, we have Lawson, Jacob back. Lawson. Yeah, he transferred. Donnie, Donnie Hale. Anthony oh, yeah. Johnson. The other two Johnsons, which I like. Tyrone. I like Tyrone a lot, actually. His brother, not so it, much, but. At least this team, you've got. I, I feel like the guys can make some significant jumps. Hopefully, you know, if you know things go like we think and we don't make the tournament, hopefully that leaves a bad taste in their mouth and um, kind of lots of fire under them, and we can they can put in some work in the off season. But yeah, we, can, we just don't have the guy right now, and hopefully, either I think Hunter can turn into something like that, um, or it could be a guy like Ivy who comes in, but that's still probably another year or two away. I I think Hunter probably turns into the guy. You you, you do not be one of the greatest scorers in Indiana State basketball history mm-hmm. without that you know alpha dog mentality. There's no way. I it's just hard for me to believe. Um, I, I'm wondering if Eastern is entertaining the draft because it is a weak draft. Um, so stupid. I, he can't shoot. I don't know. How. Because he, he can't shoot. Drafted. I mean, it's it's just. You know, because he, he did, you know, get that one because they had the one visit to like they can do with to the combine. You can do 
three, but after the third time, you have to go. I don't think he went last <clears throat> year, so I think he can do. No, he didn't go last year. So I think he'll. Pro- I bet he would do it again. I bet a lot of. I bet some. I don't know if a lot of guys would. I wouldn't be surprised if he does, just for like maybe one last time. But uh, yeah, maybe Harms he, does it. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't make it in today's NBA. He's nowhere near any caliber of shot. <laughs> His shot making is terrible. Um, but yeah, this, the only way this season can, is up, uh, you know, will now probably be the most experienced team coming back next year, mm-hmm. um, with everyone coming back in the conference. Um, I only see potentially Iowa, uh, if everyone returns, um, Indiana being more not back if, you know, Trace comes back and I mean, you've got all of this, the first I, I, guys who played. I don't see Trace coming back. It's too weak I of a draft. I think he does. He said after the first Purdue loss, he was coming back. So we'll see. And if you get someone like Christian Lander coming in, if he's able to reclassify, that'll yeah. have so much stupid hype around them. It'll be annoying, but let it happen. They still have Oscar, Oscar the Grouch as their coach. So Yeah. But I, I, I see us probably having a better shot next year in, in the conference. Um, I mean, the conference I, is losing I, a lot. I think the future is bright. I just wanted to keep the NCAA streak going. I mean um, – it's a nice recruiting pitch, and it's just nice to get used to going to the tournament every year. I, I just yeah. don't like not being in it. I don't. I don't. I mean, I am a big sports fan, a big college basketball fan, but I don't have the same level of interest when Purdue's not in the right. tournament I as I would when they are. Like, man, I don't have like the excitement for the tournament just, like I did last. I'm not going to take work off now. I was going to take work at least Thursday, Friday. Yeah. I'm not going to do that now. Yeah. So save it for Masters Thursday, Friday. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a frustrating season. A lot of good, exciting wins, but a lot of just head scratching, frustrating losses. Mm-hmm. So a lot of streaks, spurtability. <laughs> <laughs> a little two K reference there, yeah. NBA two K yep. reference. So uh, well, let's see if we can't uh, shock the world down in Indy and uh, win a few and make it interesting. Uh, guys. Yep. yep. Boiler up, Boiler. hammer down, and crack them nuts. <laughs> Boiler up. <laughs> Boiler up. <laughs>